Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. They're longtime friends. Let me tell you something real quick about Dibs that I'm sure not everybody knows. <laughs> and first-time partners. Hang in there, big guy. There'll be brighter days ahead. Now these two homegrown Bay Area boys finally come together to take over sports talk. Get the hell off of my doorstep. Major League Baseball, you stink. It's Willard and Dibs. <laughs> On 95.7, the game. We like to call that an Ottoman game. That is an Ottoman game, and, and normally we have that conversation when it comes to bets. Bet, bet, bet. 1-800-Willard-and-Dibs. Bet, bet, bet. <laughs> exactly. We haven't right? done that in a while. We haven't done that in a while. By the way, I think I got a what are you doing for you today. Okay, good. Uh, 20 minutes away. I got a what are you doing for you. But, uh, yeah, normally we do that, and it's like, oh, I took somebody minus three, and they're up by 28 at halftime. It's like, kick your feet up, man. It's an Ottoman game. This one was different. I got to tell you, man, just to bring you behind the uh, the velvet ropes of 95-7, the game. On a day like that, it's a weekday. You know, I got kids going through finals. Like, it, they're errands, okay? Like, you, you got to get dinner in place and all these things. We were running around, me and the lovely Christy running around like crazy people all afternoon. Get the dog to the park, get the food in the place, get to this kid there. All Because it was like 5.20, 5.15, we got to be in place because this is a lock-in, get-on-the-edge-of-your-seat situation. By the second quarter, she's doing Christmas cards. Really? Like she's not just even like, looking up, just head, you know, head mostly she, down. She looks at me in the third quarter. She's like, this was the most relaxing game I've seen all year. I, let that sink in. They went on the road to Seattle. Place they don't usually win. Prime time with the division on the line. An injured third string quarterback who Kyle Shanahan admitted after the game they did not even think pregame was going to make it through the game. It's cold, and we got an Ottoman game. Eight points final, who cares? Whatever. We, we get the context there. Late touchdown by Seattle. Pick six got taken off the board. We understand the context. That sucker was a relaxation sensation. That's a buck. That's all it was. And uh, I'd That's be happy crazy. to pay that buck. Absolutely. Right it's crazy. And just uh, the level of domination. <laughs> it was crazy. When you think about it in terms of the Niners this year against Seattle this year, you could see where that would happen. But then when you start to look at the microscopic details of this game, you've got a 
almost undrafted rookie quarterback who carved up Seattle on the road. He took the 12th man and quieted that crowd down. Christian McCaffrey, midseason acquisition, Mm. 26 carries. And knowing full well that Seattle cannot stop you, you just continued to pound the rock. Jordan Mason comes in, and he reminded me of that Mets closer, uh, the one with the, with the fun uh, entry song. Yeah, yeah. I thought maybe that they would play that tune when he came in because Jordan Mason is absolutely the closer on this team. The Niners came in there and said basically – we got a rookie quarterback, but it doesn't matter. We're going to run this thing down your throat. You've got no chance to beat us, and that's the way it played out. I love your idea. That's Edwin Diaz, by the way. Oh, thank um, you. I, like, could we get somebody when the Niners get back to Levi's on Christmas Eve and they take down the Washington Commanders in uh, in eight days? Um, can we get somebody with a trumpet who, when Jordan Mason comes in and the Niners are up by 12 and it's the fourth quarter, and Washington's frenetically running around. We need an onside kick. Just get Jordan Mason. <laughs> here comes Jordan Mason. He's going to pound you three times. First down, ball game, blouses, night, night. Totally. Like, I mean, four it's carries beautiful. for 64. I mean, and I know one of them was for 55. One. He busted but. one, and y'all should do yourself a favor. Uh, Jeff Schwartz who is a former offensive lineman and a Bay Area sports fan, media personality, go to his Twitter if you have it. He does a a three-and-a-half-minute breakdown of that play, just the play, the one that Mason broke through to the one-yard line to end the game. He does a a three-and-a-half-minute breakdown of what each lineman and fullback did, and Mason did on that play. He gave every player on the field a plus grade, for what they did on that specific play. And he goes through the video each time, go, well, okay, watch the right guard. Watch the left guard. Here's the center. Watch why Trent Williams is a freak. Watch what he does here. It's pretty fascinating because you'll get a sense if you watch that, not only of what makes a play like that work, but why you hear people go, my gosh, Kyle Shanahan, you are an evil genius when it comes to the run game. Because as as fans, we don't know what that means, Right? Most of us fans, 98% of us think the ball is snapped and, and, and the big guys try to push each other and then someone runs and they hope they find a hole. No, there is strategies. Literally, each offensive lineman is like, that's my guy over there, and I'm going to try to move him to this spot over here on the field to create said hole. And, and obviously, if it all works in concert perfectly, which is rare, that's what you get. You get a play like that where Seattle literally is like, we need to stop this guy for three yards or else the game's over. And he ends up getting almost 50 yards. Yeah, 55 is what he got. Unbelievable. And it just, the game just was stuff. over. And that's where the Kyle Shanahan masterclass is on full display because you know if you're Seattle that they're going to try to run the ball down your throat. And they were able to. And then in that moment, like you said, Mark, the one play where if we get a stop, if we can make something happen here, we get the ball back and maybe we get a touchdown and a two-point conversion just maybe we can salvage this thing yet the 49ers go true eye formation with youth check very underrated by the way as a member of this oh, 49ers gosh. offense so in terms good. of of his value and you got jordan mason and everybody at lumen field including the king of bay area media you all know <laughs> who's going to get the ball here and that's Jordan Mason, yeah. and yet and not only can you not stop him, yes, he, get he gets to the second level, puts his foot in the ground or in the turf, 
jukes the safety and goes all the way to the one-yard line. And, and that, to me, is a great example of what you've talked about all week, really all year, Kyle freaking Shanahan. And coach of the year. He's, he's the he probably year. won't be coach of the year, but what he's done this year... Seven straight wins with his third different quarterback. Wow. And what is he on? His fifth different running yeah. back? He's it's a, a master class. He, he's a minimum second place. I get that, that I get that there will be a push for Sirianni because yeah. the Eagles have been incredibly dominant. And to a degree, you didn't see him coming. I think if you go back to a week or two before the year started, a lot of people were like, oh, NFC East. Watch out for Philadelphia. I think they might be good this year. And they obviously had an incredible acquisition also with A.J. Brown. So I I get them being good. Not this good. Not this good. And this fast. And they're doing it with a quarterback also who people did not think was going to be in this kind of conversation. So it's probably down to those two guys. And and sure, Sirianni's only got one loss. So if you were to have the vote today, he might win. Um, I just personally don't think he should. It's really simple. We've said it a few times. You can't do this in the NFL. You don't get to look like that with your third QB. Well, when your third QB is a rookie, too. Yeah, he's 22 years old. You can look at third QBs over the course of history and think, okay, a third QB, guy's a nine-year vet, he's an 11-year vet. It makes some sense. But when you have a 22-year-old, and I actually looked it up in terms of how old was he, when Tom Brady was drafted, and he was a baby. A baby. He was but, an absolute baby. He was born in December of 1999. And Tom was was Tom drafted? In 2000. In, okay. All right. So, so four, four months later. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, and that's in terms of, you know, putting that in perspective. And I got a kid born in 2001. <laughs> and, you know, we all talk about, like, all the baby dubs, James Wiseman and Kaminga and Jordan Poole. He's basically the same age as Jordan Poole, and now he's QB1 for a team that's won the West. So we're going to have the same question on every Victory Monday. This one's a Victory Friday. We're going to have the same question, I think, for a while until it really, 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 really sinks in. And we're getting darn close. I mean, Shasky's all over the Internet screaming he's him. So that is the question. And I don't want to make this about Trey Lance because that's for another day. Quite frankly, that's for another season. It's for many other days, unfortunately. But 888-957-9570, we are wide open for you today. We're not going to do guests on a day after this. What do we need? Somebody to come on and be like, so the Niners are good. Yeah, we got it. We got it. We would much, much rather talk to you today. 888-957-9570. You've got the Xfinity Mobile text line if you don't have time to call. You've got Twitch and YouTube for comments. And thank you so much for watching. We really appreciate you. The numbers are big right now, day after a game. Love that you're here. But it's now been 11 quarters. So where are you at? Where are you at in terms of however you want to say it? He's him. They can win the Super Bowl with this guy. I thought last night was the arrival for the national media. For those of you who care about that, it doesn't matter. The national media blows more than the wind. But you you get what I'm saying here, where it was like, for a while, okay, that was nice what you did against Miami. Then you get the start against Brady. It's like, wow, okay, they might have something here. Now you go on the road. He's hurt. They win the division in week 14, and I saw a Twitter dotted last night with national NFL talkers, writers, and speakers 
suggesting that the 49ers are going to win the Super Bowl. And that's not just about Brock. It's also a narrative on how freaking good this defense is. I don't know if you saw this comment. Dante Whitner after the game, quote, this is the best defense in the history of this organization. Man. And that came from a guy who who played on a great defense. One of the greatest defenses in the history of this organization. In this organization. So it is a one-two punch, but you have to have adult play at the quarterback. You have to have poise. You have to have execution. Stones. You have to stones, effectiveness, no fear. You have to have all that at quarterback. Dibs. I'm convinced. Good. I'm Good. here. Because I've been here, and uh, I'm not saying that I'm an OG Brock Purdy fan, but after I saw the the three quarters and then the last game, and we talked about even after that first game that he played when he came off the bench and relieved Jimmy Garoppolo, from what I saw and the way the teammates reacted, more importantly, right. I thought that this team very well could still be and should be in the NFC Championship game. And when you think about this team and the way they match up with anybody, what they have travels. Now, if Brock Purdy makes mistakes, if you turn the ball over, that's any team, anywhere, anytime, you're probably going to lose the football and game. And he's gotten away with a couple. We see sure that, right? The Absolutely. pick at Tampa that was called back, and then the pick last night that was not a pick. Well, the Niners it. had one that yeah. they should have had that yep. was a pick six sure. that was uh, reversed based on a, a dubious, and I'll say it, a dubious roughing the passer call, and these things happen both ways, so you can't only look at Brock Purdy and say, well, he's given away two that they got lucky on because the team should have had one last night yeah, that's always that they the didn't case. get. Sure. But you look at this defense, drive by drive last night, Seattle, punt, 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 field goal, nice drive, 12 plays, 67 yep. yards, yep. fumble, which was an unbelievable play by Greenlaw. Which set up a touchdown. Ball hawker, another punt, the third quarter, they had one possession, Seattle did. <laughs> and they got a field goal. Good for them. Good for you, Seattle. That was plucky. Then two punts and a garbage time touchdown. This defense travels. This defense is elite. So as long as Brock Purdy isn't a tire fire, this team can win anywhere, anytime. Here's the thing that I know 49er fans don't, and maybe you do want to say it. Maybe you don't. Maybe you feel almost a little bit of guilt in saying it. it, it it's not, it, the conversation has changed. From can Brock do this? Three games later, what nobody really felt like they could or would say is, here's the truth. They actually look better. They look guy? They look better. I don't listen, I'm never gonna make it about <laughs> no, one but person. You said better. They look this three-game stretch, tell me, am I wrong? That's the best they've looked in two years? Offensively? Easily. So you can make, listen, again, it's another day for Trey, Jimmy, and, and Jimmy, if that was it for his 49er career, he left on a five-game win streak. See ya. So there's nothing, there's nothing bad to say. But what's crazy is in three weeks, we've changed the thought process from can he hold it together to, oh my gosh, their chances might have gotten better. With him in there. Right. Is he, it's gone from can he hold it together to is he better? And the, the real question that we won't ask until hopefully after a parade, and we can wonder where that parade might be, but 
If he wins the Super Bowl, maybe there isn't a question of who is him I mean, right. for next year. How do you how do you have an open competition if somebody won the Super Bowl? But already right now, thinking about next year, we're looking at an open competition. Like if, if this thing, of course, ends, if this ends anywhere short of a conference championship game for Brock Purdy, we are already having that conversation. But if he if he goes on this run, if it continues, and forget the last three games of the regular season, it'd be great to have the two seed. You're already a playoff team. You're already hosting a playoff game. That much has been guaranteed. But You're no worse than the three seed. Exactly. That, that has been clinched. So as far as he can go, we'll determine how that other conversation goes. But for right now, my God, Kyle Shanahan and what he's been able to do Oof. with a rookie quarterback. Forget where he was drafted. This guy's a rookie, Mark. And he went to Seattle and he dominated the Seahawks. I mean, listen, you know, sports, you find things sometimes in strange places. You really do. If you take a moment to look around all sports, they all have them. I mean, listen, Draymond Green was not supposed to be a thing. And and he'll get a statue and a Hall of Fame speech. So, it's always fun when those things happen, and they do, but it, it takes a longer time for you to believe that they're happening right in front of your eyes. And this is just so quick. It's so quick. I can buy some, a, a late-round quarterback becoming a thing. I just Aren't we all having a hard time buying the idea of this late-round quarterback doing it the very first time he walks onto a field at right. age 22? You know, even Brady took a minute to develop I mean, that's what is so breathtaking, and it's now been 11 quarters, and quite frankly, they all look the same to me. They, he just It's not that every play's perfect. It's that uh, everything looks under control. Confident, it looks poised. Confident. And, and I think what really a 49er fan, when if you've watched every play, what really changes is Garoppolo can be a really good player, but when there's a negative play... When there's pressure up the middle, that could turn into something really bad with him because he doesn't have the legs to turn that into a non-play right. as opposed to a negative play. Some of Brock Purdy's best plays are when he just just move a little bit and toss the ball out of bounds or whatever or run it for two yards. Those little things that don't turn into a massive play for the other team are the most valuable thing on a field. And I do think that his experience in college is a gigantic plus in his favor in terms of, you know, other quarterbacks who have the same level of experience like Justin Fields and, you know, Trey Lance is a great example, a guy who only played one plus years in college. You've got Brock Purdy four years as a starter and in his senior year mark he got pulled from games twice because he wasn't playing well and those sorts of experiences those wounds i think carry over to the nfl all right we're going to your calls here very very soon in just a couple of minutes also though want to mention got a warrior game tonight 76ers yes clay thompson and draymond green have been listed as questionable obviously steph curry and andrew wiggins are out jordan Poole, what do you have for us i think that it would be a great time to you know, uh, gussy up your season a little bit. Tune into Warriors Live on 95.7 The Game, presented by Xfinity. Supercharge your home with supersonic Wi-Fi, unbeatable internet only from Xfinity. Before we get to your calls, I do. I, this is just, please, if I may borrow 40 seconds. I got to get something off my chest. If you want to yell at me, fine. I just need to get it off 
of my chest. Just tell me when I can start yelling Just at you. Just please, Padone, please. Wheelers and Tibbs have a lot to say. My only weapon oh. was my mouth. But they just have one big what are you right doing now? right now? What are you doing right now? What are, what are you doing right now? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? NFL, you got to do something about this now, okay? I, I, I understand sometimes decisions get made, things get out of hand, uh, something sounds like a good idea, ends up not being a good idea. All I need from you right now is just an acknowledgement that you need to review this in the offseason, please. You have absolutely let roughing the passer, oh, get out of your control. You have. And Dibs, I have a text from you. I have it in writing. It would work in a court of law. You telling us that this was a horrible call last night. So I know you know it is. So you can defend the refs if you want. I'm not even going to make this about the refs. The bottom line is the league has gotten to a point where they are now asking human bodies to do things that the human body can't do. You cannot ask Nick Bosa or any other pass rusher to work that hard to get around a 300-pound lineman and then use the force that it takes to play NFL football, get to a quarterback, and then upon arrival, you're supposed to tackle that quarterback and then somehow not have your body have forward momentum anymore. It is literally against the laws of the human body and it could change games. It has changed games. Go back to the Atlanta-Tampa Bay game earlier this year. And that could, if the 49ers weren't so effective on all spots of the ball, that could have really messed everything up yesterday. That game was a blowout. It was 28-3. to It was time for Brock Purdy to hit the bench and bring in Josh Johnson. Sucker was cooked. And the NFL, with what they're trying to do, I understand. Protect the quarterback. I get it. But we have lost control if we get to a point where you're asking a human body to do something that it cannot do, and they have got to figure this out. I feel better. Good. I'm glad you do. May I retort? Because that was more than 40 seconds. So if you would allow me to retort... I will retort in, in a you, multitude of ways. You don't need my permission. No, I know, I know, I know, I don't. We are up against it. I do want to let you just just take a look. Yeah, at the you give me my well, can, yeah, but we, the show's not I, I, over. About though. a minute and twenty. The show's not over. Though. I, I got about a minute and twenty. Yeah. And, and uh, number one, the NFL will do nothing about it. So you can beat your head against the wall all you want. The NFL has told you what is important to them. Protecting the quarterback is important to them. They will not make. This change. Number two, this play will not ever be reviewed because you can't look at the replay and determine what the referee is seeing in real time and be able to make the change. It's a subjective call. Number three, and I'll just quote Nick Bosa and uh, after the game when he says, quote, it was the right call with what they've been calling lately. He's aware of what they've been calling lately, and he agrees it was the right call. Kind of lost my head there and unfortunately hurt my team. These are Nick Bosa's words. Yep. So everybody who wants to beat the drum of, oh, they got to do something different. And, oh, he got screwed. Nick Bosa knows that whatever the rule is, is the rule. And he said, quote, it was the right call with what they've been calling lately. Yeah. Did you read that or did you watch it? Because the sarcasm was dripping and you could also understand why somebody 
doesn't want to get fined. Words are words. Yeah. I mean, this is his quote, and I know, those it. are his. I, I watched, watched it. it too. He does not believe what he's saying right there. He knows that it's an unfair rule, and he's got to do what he's got to do. So he's he told you he's like I've learned how to roll. Yeah. Because they call this it's crap. I didn't think they that call it was it. something that would be called because he yeah. didn't totally. He landed with about seventy percent of his body I mean, weight on there. Yeah, so if he would have been like half a shoulder to the right, is it not a call? That's, that's, it's one of those difficult <laughs> things in real time for a ref to make the determination. More difficult and for the player to, you know, well, not, difficult for the ref not because be a human. The ref is charged with, when in doubt, throw the flag, as I indicated to you before when well, we went through the actual and, rule that's in the rule book. And I'm not blaming the refs. I'm blaming the whole league. Oh, the whole absolutely. thing has gotten completely out of pocket. Yeah, and it Kyle. will never change. We, we know that. Yeah. 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 Okay. All Just right. so we know. Uh, your phone calls coming up next. Uh, that's what's up next on the game. Brought to you by Fremont Bank. Full service banking. No compromises on Willard and Dibs. Okay. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road, any road, the steeper the better. Because my all new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. A left 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.